0: I went to sleep that night without knowing that it would be the last night I ever spent in that bed at my parents' house in London. Meredith, my mum shook me awake. The room was dark, making it obvious it wasn't morning yet, or not time to get up for school anyway. Mum, I mumbled in my half asleep state, it's time to go. Everything I told you about those stories is true. It's time for you to leave us so you can train to be a protector. Your dad and I, we've done everything we possibly can to prepare you.
1: first charge is the first book in the Destiny Initiative served by Amanda Steele. The book can be purchased in paperback from Amazon. The e-book can also be purchased on Kindle, Kobo, Apple Books and many others. Oh, thank you today for tuning in to Spoken Label. Spoken Label was originally set up Beginning of 2016, and as of recording, has over 200 sessions in our archive. Although the podcast can be heard on Anchor, iTunes, Apple, Spotify, YouTube, and literally 10 11 other networks, the full archive can be found at Spoken Label, all one word, Spoken Label.bandcount. Com. On Bandcamp, it is set as pay what you want, so you are entirely, if you wish, you can download it or stream it for nothing. But if you're throw me a couple of pennies my way, it is always eternally grateful to help me maintain the operating costs and future running philosophy podcast. Enjoy. Spoken Able. Hi guys, Andy and Spoken Able back in the house, local today, over in Hazel Grove now. I barely know this young lady with me today, but I've been talking to her a fair bit past month or two now, because Rosie, we met, I got talking to you, didn't I, through another poetry night over it? that's near me actually, Usually, yeah. Um spoken passions, so do you want to introduce yourself to everybody, tell who you are, yeah. where you, you've got to have a journey where you came from, tell people <laughs> where you're from originally and where you are now, we'll take it.
0: Okay, hi, uh, hi everyone, uh, I'm Rosie Lawson, um, I live in Hazelgrove in South Manchester, Stockport Way, and um, I'm originally from the Isle of Man, so it's a bit of a trek, got a bit of water in the way to get home, but it's uh, it's good, I love living in both places, both very, very different, but I uh, wouldn't trade either experience, they're both amazing, so yeah, it's nice to visit back home because it's all very lovely and countryside and sleepy and lovely, but then you get a bit like, oh, I need some city action now. So gonna gonna head on back. <laughs> oh
1: completely. It's like nice. I said you told me before you moved over here when you were a few student days, didn't you? So just a couple of I years did, ago when you were student. So what did you study at university?
0: Um I did English literature and history at Manchester Metropolitan. And then I further went on to study history to master's level at University of Manchester. Oh wow. Um, <laughs> And yeah, I mean, it was really, really good. My my courses were really interesting. They were really well taught, but I found really um, my passion for writing that sort of came from that. But it was more based in my own experience than what I learned in education, because um, ironically, I actually failed my poetry module in uh, English literature. It's the only exam I've ever failed. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it was that one. That. So I know, I know. I got thirty-nine percent, so oh, oh, yeah. one
1: mark below it. So, so close! Well, I, I the <laughs> so term close! In, near fail. Like, oh, that's rotten off that one. But yeah, but like I said we right. had to say, talk about your poetry and like, poetry, which is ironic, really. <laughs> you failed at <it> <laughs> the time. So, so had you been writing before you went to uni? Then, or was that something that came up at uni more?
0: Um, I had been writing, um, but not really. Um, just sort of to myself about things, you know, like I kept diaries and wrote little poems to myself and wrote short stories and things, but I never really did anything with them. Um, And I didn't really at university either. That was more when I learned more about sort of the poetry and the literature world, but I didn't particularly expose my own writing at that point. I think um, it was because I was quite self-conscious when I was at university and stuff, and that's sort of where this poetry that you'll hear later has come from.
1: Right, yeah, I get you now. um four there's a couple of things I want to talk to you about this today. Then obviously, but um obviously, there was there any writers at, at university that really grabbed you as a writer and um, inspired you to come yeah. up to come poetry?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's yeah. there's lots of poets that have inspired me, but I mean, as you'll see, a lot of my poetry um, revolves around sort of metaphors of the natural world. Um, so the Romantic poets really sort of inspired me. Um, to write in that sort of format, you know, like the very big names, you know, Wordsworth, Coleridge, Emily Dickinson, uh, William Blake, Percy Shelley, um, those sorts of names. Um, There's a particular line in one of Shelley's poems that, that always sticks with me that I always think about when I'm writing poetry. It's the one from his poem, Loves Philosophy, and it says... And the sunlight clasps the earth, and the moonbeams kiss the sea. What is all this sweet work worth if thou kiss not me? Oh, wonderful! And uh, I always think about that little paragraph, and I really, really like it. So,
1: oh yes, yeah, it's yeah. beautiful bit of writing, indeed. Though. so, indeed. Now, obviously, um, we got talking. People, people, wondering how we met because you—I first heard of you when you read over at Damien Steele's night spoken passions. Now, yeah. how did you? How do you know Damien? because he's he's, i love damien but he's he's a
0: character to put it nicely he's absolutely crackers but he's lovely um i met damien and we're both actually vegans and we both um do animal rights activism Ah. and that's where i met damien at an anti-fur protest
1: Ah, um, outside harvey
0: nichols in manchester
1: I was admiring him for doing that I it comes with it. I could it's my legs couldn't handle it, so. <laughs> so that's why. But uh, people are wondering obviously like he just for people to clarify, his night spoken passions used to be run over at the station in Ashton, But since we had lockdown last year, he's been doing it on his on his feed on Facebook, getting encouraged people to put videos on. So did you did he did you know it, he ran this night straight away or did it take time to put the conference up to do it?
0: Um, a little bit of both really. Um, I'd sort of seen him advertise it through his Facebook and everything because um, I knew the, the nights were now all online um, due to the global climate um, and I'd sort of seen his posts and you know you get invited to things don't you and you see them and go mm, that looks interesting um, but I never really looked into it and then I actually started a book club and Damien asked if he could join and I said yes of course no problem and then he was like oh and I'd love it if you'd come to my get involved with my poetry night as well because I know you're very creative and you know it'd be good for you to get involved so I said yeah sure when's the next one and he was like in a couple of days so I was like right better get writing some poetry then (laughs) um so I the pieces you heard then I literally wrote about on the same day like um (laughs) um it was uh it was uh it was a heavy day getting some stuff together for that but um I finally decided like I'd I'd seen it a lot advertised and I'd wanted to do it but I'd not really had the confidence but then when I was directly asked I just thought you know what let's go for it let's do it
1: oh yeah I can't blame you and then people are wondering then obviously like I saw your stuff there on Damien's Wall, and I really enjoyed it. And I thought, okay, all the other people, I know them all, one way or another. I've always got something I don't know here. And that's why I feel quite a kind of We've got a new admin, me. We've got chatting, didn't we, so... But then, like, yeah. you came along to my, to my night to do Amanda and Steve, Speakeasy, on the uh, January. Yeah. How was that experience for you? That was been your first live show, wasn't it?
0: It was, yeah. It was the first time I um, sort of read my poetry out live Um, it was only the second time reading it to anyone at all so it was very exciting but very nerve-wracking because a lot of my poetry is quite um, inspired by my own experience so it's quite I I feel quite exposed when I read it and so you always feel a bit open to criticism um, which is fine like as long as it's constructive um, but I think I got to a point where I was like you know what? My love for writing and what I'm doing sort of overcomes the fear I have of sharing it. So, and there's no point keeping it to myself. I should get it out there.
1: Yeah, completely. And then obviously, like, because obviously we are from Hazel Grove, and that's why I thought to you straight away about about the writer lab Stockport group, group, me and Amanda go to over at the Art Gallery, Mm -hmm. because that I know in person. That's not far from where you are, is it? Very, very close. No, it's
0: so. not. It's just down the road. Yeah, just down the road. So I'd love to get involved with that in person once once we can. Same with all these nights, really, if possible. Yeah.
1: There's lots of nights out there, and you'll find that one out in due of course. But can you yeah. tell people your impressions of the Stockport Group? Because, again, that's completely different to Speakeasy, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it is. I mean, Speakeasy sort of has you know lots of different people, lots of different age groups, lots of different styles, um, and it it's very very interesting to see all those together but not not one poem is like the other um, whereas in the stockbook group it's more a like-minded group of people yeah. which is which is really good it's very different but it's really good because it means you can help each other and and you can you know help each other constructively like edit their poems as well like you know get get real feedback from people who think and write like you do
1: yeah that's why I fought you with that group straight away because I've been going there for Andy Cash told you for 10 years. I didn't mm. realize, over 10 years, I didn't realize I had done. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been going for about three now, she has herself. So like I said, yeah, like, it, I mean, it's group? really
0: good, really good.
1: Yeah, the good group, very really good group. I recommend completely. But it's like super groups you go to, they like nights, but this is like a proper writing group. And that's why I thought yeah. you might have learned some from that. So, but like I said, I know you've, also, you've just started almost like these events has expanded here once, and I know. Like, You've just started sending stuff like submissions, haven't
0: you, as well? I have, yeah. I've sent a few submissions out in the last sort of maybe two weeks, um, started sending submissions out. I've had three accepted so far. Um, is, that's some going. My... going, that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going really well so far. I'm really, really happy with it. Um, so my, my first publication went out yesterday, actually, to the uh, True Review. Um so that's been published on their online online journal. Um so that's up there for the world to see, which is scary but great.
1: I know you've got um, one coming out in Alters magazine, haven't you? And I've
0: got an, an I have,
1: one. yeah. Oh, yeah, I know that's in February, isn't it? I've got it in Yeah, magazine.
0: it's in Poets unlimited, Poets unlimited. And po- yeah, some, Poets Unlimited. Somewhat unlimited <laughs> <laughs> what? So that's out
1: usually and first on in the February, first. isn't it? Yeah. And what, yeah, what's, yeah.
0: It, what's the yeah. one
1: when you've got published coming out then?
0: The other one I've got published is um, Ascension, uh, one of the first poems I read at Damien's yeah, um, night, and that's being published in the Candlemas issue um, of um, Littoral magazine. Oh, cool.
1: Have you got a re- release date for that yet or
0: anything? Yeah, the 2nd of February. Oh,
1: wow. So you got one on the 1st yeah. and one on the 2nd.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I've sent a couple more off as well, so but I haven't heard back yet, so we'll see how that goes. But it's fingers crossed.
1: Now, you a couple you. things to conclude this part. Obviously, you're at the beginning of your journey at the moment, so I can't ask you lots of detailed questions about what plans you've got for the future. I do know you're working on a book, however, at the moment, aren't you?
0: I am. Yeah, I'm working on a full poetry collection. Yeah, um, called Ascension and Growth. Um, it's a series of poems I'm putting together about a journey of sort of self, self-love from, from a place of that started quite negative and has changed drastically over time and how I've got to that stage and it's poem sort of document in that journey and my feelings and thoughts because not only did I have a, a funny relationship with my, my body but I also had a funny relationship with my mind because I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder a few years mm. ago. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's been it's been pretty rocky, but we're okay. We made it to the other side, so oh, it's okay.
1: You're see smiling at the best way of looking at it. I know. People, <laughs> yeah. I know. I know people suffering, rest- suffering from that bipolar, and I've seen what it does to people. It's an awful disease, and there's no two ways about it. So yeah. that's why. So and that, I take it then as that reflected in some of your earlier works and this book. Then as it.
0: It is. Yeah, like some of the poems you'll see like because my bipolar has two phases i have like depressive phases and then manic phases and you'll see that some of my poems will be reflective of one of those favorite phases or maybe like mirror them against each other um and see how they kind of interact almost um because then there's there are periods of normality in between but i promise
1: <laughs> I believe you. but I believe you.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah so I, I can sort of i do have ups and downs a lot of ups and downs but it's it's mostly mostly okay now so it's sort of documenting that that change as well like my relationship with my mind and my body and how the mind body and spirit all fit together
1: i take it then the pieces that have been published so far are, are, are always in that manuscript then are they yes yes yeah, they are right. yeah that makes sense it's good thing like, actually a show publisher sometimes like it's publishers like it and all of from books most of the time like it um, yeah published here and there and there so it's good straight away so how long have you been writing your book for then has it been an ongoing process for quite some time
0: um it's actually fairly new i tend to write in bursts i get like a like a burst of inspiration and, and run with it and and then, you know, you get your writer's block and then you get over that and write a bit more. But, um yeah, so it's a fairly new project. I've only been writing these poems sort of for maybe two months, two and a half months. Oh, yeah, that is quite new then, isn't it? So Yeah, it's quite fresh, but I've got quite a few... Um, written, but obviously once I'll carry on writing and then what I'll do is pick my the best from it for the collection.
1: Yeah, um but
0: I think so far I've written about about twenty.
1: That's not bad. That's not bad at all as a start. Because you see track books yeah. going that sort of length normally you do. So like said, Yeah, so, of
0: course, yeah.
1: Like and I know nothing, I know enough material to know like it won't be like you won't have a two hundred page manuscript reading like that, but I would know that already now. <laughs> you piece it out no. that work. <laughs> Yeah, that's, not, that's not no. it's, it's, it's a start for you straight away. So, and I know. I know yeah, you definitely. Had, and I don't want to go too much this, but I know you've had you've you had a burst recently. You certainly have had a burst of your writing because I know what you've been writing recently, and I was a fair whack of it, Yeah, I wasn't I? No, yeah, funny. that
0: has definitely. Look, I've been writing some, and you know, I've submitted a couple of some, you know, that are outside of this collection that I'm creating to like. I've submitted some to competitions and things and things like that so um we'll see what comes of comes of those
1: no fingers crossed definitely on that so well that's pretty normal questions today so said you're at the beginning of your journey so in a year's time yeah we're very interested to see where you are next time i'll make a note to pester you next year for another chat. when, <laughs> when you've got three books out of big publishers <laughs> that'd
0: be amazing
1: and you've got, a house, so you've got four bedrooms and you've got 22 cats
0: <laughs> oh sounds like the dream to me <laughs>
1: about a fighter like anything i'm trying to two cats woman so oh
0: no, oh, no.
1: i know i know you i know people will know as i'm a i know you've got two cats at the moment or alone haven't you at the moment so um, i have yeah i've have got two have, little boys have you ever wrote any cat poems just to conclude
0: um i have actually um they're, they're quite old now actually but i have maybe i'll dig some out and there uh, let you let have a read
1: yeah, yeah, definitely. I like to see it. So I said, I've, I used to write. I've done some cat poems from my next some years ago. I've had a couple of cats, but yeah. Yeah. I'm, I told people about it, and I told them this: when she got her first meow, then they I'll write a book about it. I'll give the cat in <laughs> real <of my> life.
0: Oh. <laughs> <Aww. laughs>
1: and they like, the cat and its slaves. And that. you know, call <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: literally it, isn't it? Like they say, cats don't have owners; cats have staff, and it's so true.
1: Oh yeah, completely. Like you, tell them, you were telling me before, like your cats don't, don't leave your house, do so. You've got house cats. No. And like it's yeah. like the, but the yeah, I could I can well imagine when one gets hungry, comes and waits in the kitchen, the other starts to open off probably then and does all well, not it.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. They they definitely do that. They influence each other, they're terrible.
1: You know, it's not good dance all. So <laughs> <laughs> listen, we're digressing <laughs> anyway. So right, uh, to conclude, Rosie, if people want to find out more about you. I know you've got a Write Out Loud profile. Is that the best place yeah. to, to go at Long do you reckon? Or is there anywhere else?
0: Um, I've got a Write Out Loud profile, and I've got a Facebook page as well, which is um, Creations by Rosie Lawson. Um, so you can find me at either of those. There's details of, like, publications and nights I'll be reading at, and, you know, I'll put details of this podcast on, for example. And oh. I've got a radio show on Saturday. Oh, and of All sorts. Hello. Of course you have that yeah. forgot about that.
1: Talk we're about going yeah. bigger, haven't you? Start tug off on a little podcast oh, no. like mine here the build your confidence up to go on the radio. I forgot about that. It. <laughs> right, anyway, listen, we better conclude this bit because we'll be talking in the bush all day long. So we're gonna let you take a mm-hmm. quick break and we're gonna do a couple pieces of pieces for us, everybody. Hang around because I think Rosie's fantastic. Take care. thank um, you I'll see you all. Spoke oh. Hi guys. Yep, straight over to Rosie. Go for it, Rosie. Hmm.
0: Thanks Andy. Um, So my first poem is called Growth. Um, This is the one that's been published yesterday. Um, So I'll read this for you now. This is um, a poem about self-love and sort of searching within yourself. I lay on the soft ground, the grass tickling my bare legs, and push my toes into the soil, planting myself like a dandelion, my own roots embedded in the cool earth. I skim the daisies with my fingertips, the pollen dusting my palm, and the petals brush my skin. They are silky, like satin, and I stop to think, am I silky to the touch too? I gaze across the garden, my eyes taking in the splendour of the neatly trimmed rose bushes, the borders brimming with bright sunshine marigolds and blushing pink begonias. Cobbled pathways twist through the freshly cut lawn. I wonder, if I followed the pathways in my mind, where would they take me? The beauty of the preen garden is intentional, planned. Every piece has its place, like a complex puzzle. But I have never fitted the jigsaw. I had jagged edges and strange patterns. I was always considered eccentric, abstract. I'm a rich, dense wilderness, a complicated ecosystem, full of life and creation. I've always been a wildflower, and when spring comes, I will bloom. An overgrown entanglement of vines stretching up towards the sun drinking its light and warmth, bursting into colourful blossoms beneath the crystal skies, untamed and free, dancing a lazy waltz in the balmy air. I am a child of Mother Earth, and now is my time for spiritual ascension and growth. I will rise like the dawn after the darkness. My radiance will shine through the cracks of self-doubt, like sunbeams, the lightning storm dispersing to reveal the sky, purplish and bruised, underneath the heavy grey cloud. And I will heal. Okay, that was my first.
1: Great start, great start, that one. Yeah, I know I've heard you do that one a few times. It does deserve to get peace. Well done for that. Okay, note to number two then.
0: Okay, so this is a much shorter poem. This is um, sort of reflective of my depressive phases of bipolar, and it's called Winter. Snowflakes cling to my eyelashes blinking away frozen tears. I wipe my eyes with the frosted sleeve of my winter coat. My face is red and swollen from the scraping of the sharp wind upon naive skin. I mourn the loss of the innocent spe- splendour of a summer's day as the falling snow buries me alive. Okay, so that one's quite quite, quite dark. <laughs> um,
1: oh, that was, that you- was quick then. I want to finish off then. You can, you no no very a little bit.
0: one very little one yeah yeah what was and you? then
1: I've got, was a the was. One. I've got the
0: contrasting one i've got the contrasting one which is a little bit longer which is summer which is when i'm in a manic phase um of, of bipolar so i'll give you a read of that one butterflies dance lazily in the summer haze dragonflies dart this way and that just above the surface of the babbling stream It is bright, the sun beaming down on the wide meadow, pleasant at first glance until I notice patches of dry, browning grass. The flowers are shriveled and brittle, breaking at the stem in the slight breeze. The parched desert of my mind, an expanse of desolation created by the madness within. It is powerful, too much for one to bear. Sometimes we need a layer of cloud to balance the power of the hot sun. For us to flourish and grow, I lay on the scorched earth and hope for rain.
1: Great ending there! Really great ending that one. So good stuff. Good stuff. Now we're on to the big conclusion now, aren't we? I always like that big conclusion.
0: (laughs) We are indeed. Yeah, this one. uh, This is the. This one's called Smile, and it's about that realization that I no longer care of what other people think so I'll read this one for you now. I look upon myself in the kitchen window my reflection stares back I frown at first seeing my messy hair sticking up like spun sugar I glance at the tattiness of my stained apron and smooth it down wondering if the curve of my stomach is highlighted in this dress without warning my lips creep into a smile the apples of my cheeks are plump and rosy the outer corners of my eyes wrinkle and crease like a crinkled paper bag as my face betrays me. A stark realisation that I no longer care, for being liked by others is all good and well, but liking yourself is love's real trophy.
1: Agreed, agreed completely then. They've got to like yourself. Yeah, there's a good way finish it off that, Rosie. Brilliant. <laughs>
0: Brilliant, glad quick, you liked it.
1: Quick question for you before we finish there. I've just realised people will yeah. be asking me this one, and there's some other question I don't know on the answer to. Did you know as all four of your poems are one-word titles?
0: I did, yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of my poems do. Um, I don't know if it's – I'm not quite sure why. I mean, I don't think any of the poems I've written in the last two months are longer than a two-word title. Oh, um, that's
1: I th- <laughs> quite unusual. I think –
0: yeah. I don't know what it is. I think I think for me I like them to just be sort of a literal one word snapshot of what's to come. Whereas but not give anything away about the poem at the same time. So I yeah, I quite like doing that.
1: Oh yeah, that play to you know it's it does it, it adds a starkness to it and it works really well for you then in and the scope of these poems brilliant So anyway, thank you. Well, that's it for today. So everybody, thank you again, Rosie. It's been a pleasure today. And I said thanks well, for keep, having me. We'll have you on again next year when you've done your first your first three books out of the both in the best sellers. I uh,
0: hope so. Excellent.
1: And hopefully then where there will be in some sort of normality. And you'll be able to go and see your poetry poultry nights in person and stuff. So you
0: know. yeah, that'd so, be brilliant. Yeah, I'd definitely song. be up for that. Let's
1: keep up in course, definitely. Right. Oh, okay, everybody. That's it for today, like I said. So as Don Callis says, stay over and stay sane. See you all soon. Take care spoken mate.